Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit BigScreenVideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. The panel. Well, I'm pleased to say this morning our panel consists of uh, James Regan, who's a regular with us, but uh, for me, uh, a first appearance on the panel. Well, I understand he's been on before. The boss is on, Reuben Bradley, and uh, it's a pleasure to have uh, Reuben with us this morning. Um, and uh, some real issues to talk about too, fellas. Uh, I'll begin with you, James, if I can. Um, of course, uh, Manly played the Roosters last night. The Roosters duly won. I think everyone was predicting that. What did you make about the whole thing and uh, the, the ramifications after this? With I've read the, an article where the Manly players have said, listen, all you needed to do was consult with us better next year. Tell us more about it, and we're happy. Yeah, morning, Smithy. Morning, Ruben. Um, yeah, the, the whole thing has just been a bit of a shambles, like probably only rugby league can produce uh, a shambles and a drama like this, something that... Should have been a, a really nice gesture and, and something that we probably should see more of in rugby league and um, a, a great idea, I guess. But the, the execution w- was just terrible. The way it was handled in the media, the players only finding out at last minute, um, not not being consulted about it and not basically having a conversation with the club about it. And then the fallout with poor poor Desi Hasler and Daly Cherry Evans forced to front and, and they did exceptionally well, I might add. Um, but the whole thing has, has just been an absolute debacle coming from what should have been a really positive thing, right? And a really positive message about inclusion and, and about uh, representing the prior community. And, and as I say, the, the idea was there, but the execution was just shocking. And yeah, the, the players as well... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of irony uh, around their decision about not wanting to wear this jersey, but they run out every week with points bet across the front and they play at Four Pines Park, of course, the, the beer. So the irony is there, the execution was terrible and, and it just kind of sums up the week, really. Ruben, uh, of interest to me about this uh, whole deal is uh, whether Des Hasler will have to mend relationships within his squad. Um, I, I just wonder. We're not. I'm, I'm not privy to uh, how it, how the feeling is within the group there, but I would imagine when you have standoffs like this, people don't play alongside you for various reasons. Uh, things have to be mended from time to time. I totally agree. I think uh, I think that is one of the issues that's going to come from this. And whether it's Des Hassler or, or, or higher up at the club, the the thing that shocked me about the situation, amongst many things, but one of the things that has stuck in my mind is you need to know your club, you need to know your players, and you know that you have a large chunk of players there, seven as it turns out, who have... Uh, 
pretty conservative views and a pretty conservative stance, you had to know, uh, or you should have known, that this sort of stuff, as James mentioned just before, um, needed consulting on, needed talking about, needed some warning so that they were uh, in the circle of trust and understood what was going on. To spring this upon them is where this has gone so wrong. So I definitely think some relationships need mending with upper management and the players because uh, the players essentially were blindsided by something and were forced to make a stand, which is which is what's bounced back uh, so horribly. Talk about making a stand too, uh, Ruben. Uh, Maria Folau has uh, labelled the NRL of Peter mm. Philandis hypocrites over Manly's jersey saga. Yeah, I, I've been reading into that. Look, I think the difference here, as I said before, between what Israel Folau has uh, has done in the past, uh, so well publicised, and what's happened here, is the situation was sprung on these players and they decided they needed to, to make a call around something was put on them, as opposed to uh, Israel, who initiated some conversations and initiated some Facebook posts. Uh, the difference also uh, is just public perception. Volandis, I think, knows that there's no winning by going into bat for uh, Israel Folau and going into bat for that topic. Also, seven people, strength in numbers. That's always going to uh, be harder to, to fight against and why Volandis would obviously have more sympathy for seven people than an individual. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and James, I just wonder whether she has a point. Does she, Maria? Uh to, yeah, to a certain extent, I doubt Peter Volandis will lose any sleep over what uh, what she makes of it. But um, you, you, Ruben's right; like, there's no point going after these players under this situation. And, and let's not forget Israel's comments were, were pretty aggressive um, in their nature, and, and it's quite different to a, a player simply not wanting to play. Not that that's an excuse um, for the stance they've taken. The game is for everyone. Let's not forget, and, and part of the the fall down of Manly is probably the lack of wanting to have a conversation with these guys and wanting to educate them a bit about the effect that their actions have, whereas Israel Folau's situation was pretty different, even though it was around the same kind of topic. So, yeah, I doubt Peter Volandis will, will be losing any sleep over, over what Maria Folau thinks respectfully over this one. OK, so Steve Hansen with some interesting comments about New Zealand rugby. We'll talk about those very shortly when we return. Reuben Bradley with us this morning, as is James Regan, uh, and is uh, Ottawa Hathaway as well with the 10.30 News. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. We've got James Regan with us morning, this morning, and, uh, of course, uh, we've got Reuben Bradley as well. And uh, Reuben, uh, just staying with league momentarily, a uh, little um, meeting yesterday with um, Bellamy, Craig Bellamy, saying um, the NRL should perhaps gift the Warriors four to six points as a thank you for their sacrifices next season. I wonder how the other teams would feel about that. Bless him. What a lovely gesture from Craig Bellamy. Um, frankly, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want any of those things. I don't want uh, this idea of uh, we play all home games next season. No. Do we get a few extra points to go? kick off the season. No. Nothing that advantages the Warriors. If we're going to have success in this competition, I want to win it properly. I don't want some asterisks behind uh, the Premiership or, or our next Grand Final appearance because we had this massive advantage all season. Maybe, seriously, I think they should give us an Origin game. Maybe Game 1 of Origin. Mm, interesting. Okay, James, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think it's probably important to note that the way Craig Bellamy said that was a bit of a 
maybe a bit of a throwaway line. And can you imagine someone as competitive and determined as Craig Bellamy wanting to give another team points, even if it is the Warriors who who he might have a bit of a soft spot for? There's definitely there's definitely more the NRL can do to thank the Warriors and Rugby League in New Zealand for what they've done over the past few years. It's great that they've been given the, the Indigenous uh, Indigenous uh, versus Māori All-Stars game next year. That's a great start. Uh, but I agree with Ruben. Like, if the Warriors are going to give it a nudge and make the finals and, and try and go all the way within the coming years, you don't want to be given points for it. You don't want to be given more space in the salary cap for it. Like, that, that is just ridiculous. And, and I don't think you'll get a coach or a CEO, including the ones at the Warriors, who will, who will say that. Um, there is more that can be done from the NRL, without a doubt. Um, an origin game or something here would, would be amazing, although I'd love to see them give that up. Um, but giving points, not, not for me. And I don't think the Warriors would want that either. They've got their own problems to fix, there's no doubt about that. But getting a couple of points here and there is definitely not the answer to their problems. Well, last time, of course, uh, these two sides met, James, uh, the Storm and the Warriors. It was an absolute shellacking. Uh, but the rules have changed a wee bit since then, of course. Uh, change of coach for the Warriors, change, bit of change of personnel, and the Storm have lost a, a few players as well. TAB giving um, the Warriors a 12.5-point start. What do you make of that? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, that Anzac Day clash seems like a long, long time ago with everything that's gone on with the Warriors and, and the game in general. Um, look, th- this is a pretty depleted storm side, there's no doubt about that, but still, the, they've got some pretty decent players. Munster uh, and Jerome Hughes and the Haas, I think, will be key tonight. I think they'll probably they'll probably try and run the show, and their forward pack is still in, in pretty good shape as well. So, look, who knows what can happen at Mount Smart if they do get a decent crowd. I'm hoping they do. The, I'm hoping the weather in Auckland holds up. Um, I think more than anything, Warriors fans just want to see their team at this stage of the season turn up Give it 100%, not let their heads drop, not do stupid things that they've done in the past few weeks to throw away games. Sean Johnson was pretty honest during the week saying you know, he's not been happy with the results, but he has seen um, the team go toe-to-toe with, with good sides, good top eight sides in recent weeks since that clash against the Tigers, which has given the team a boost. And if they can just do that, I think that's probably a good stepping stone. Of course, we want them to win. Of course, we want them to, to cause a hell of an upset against the Storm tonight. But just just going toe-to-toe with them and staying in the game and seeing what can happen, I think that's what Warriors fans want at the moment. Ruben, one of the criticisms of uh, New Zealand rugby has been the fact that they don't seem to say much publicly when people want answers. And uh, there was a really tough week last week when every person in the media tried to get something out of them and they basically just blanked them. Uh, here we go again. So Steve Hansen, uh, who is a highly respected man in world rugby, has had a verbal attack on New Zealand rugby, basically saying the board and the administration are just not doing their job properly. The staff have now been told not to respond. Here we go again, Ruben. Yeah, so it's super embarrassing that this has been leaked, that they've been given a no comment, no comment direction from on high. 
However, in isolation, I think I do agree with that from a comms perspective. It's one of the few things I do agree with on the comms uh, over the last few weeks. You can't go into public and have a public spat. Uh, Steve Hansen says this, we say this, and have a public spat with someone of such standing as Sir Steve Hansen and with such such a record. So in isolation, I actually totally get that one. It's really hard, but in the face of those kind of attacks, uh, silence or just the absolute bare minimum comment is the best course of action. Or you just add fuel to this public fight, which is not becoming of these, these organisations. Bigger picture, though, the silence over the last two weeks from Mark Robinson, um, apart from that statement on the Sunday after the, the series loss, has been so strange and a bunch of comms mistakes of course that cancelled press conference etc etc I just don't think this one not responding to Steve Hansen is one of those big mistakes notwithstanding the email leak is embarrassing yeah I just wonder about the overall performance too Ruben of of Mark Robinson Mm. as a CEO and it's a high profile position let's you know I mean more so I think than most businesses in this country private enterprise uh, this job is massively so, and part of it you would expect would be public relations mm. and the ability to quell fires or just to relate to the public. Never see them. Yeah, so d- definitely I be- I think there have been some comms mistakes, and look, that's the guts of uh, Sir Steve Hansen's criticisms is of the administration. So, you know, yes, the, the internally I believe they probably have to look at these criticisms and, and uh, delve into it and try and figure out, you know, if there are, uh, there are systemic problems from the top and that, that high-level administration. I just don't particularly argue with the fact that I think they can keep the response to Hansen's comments in-house. Okay, James, uh, your take on that. You've heard uh, what Ruben has has had to say about uh, their reply or non-reply in New Zealand rugby to uh, a man who is held in such high regard uh, around the world. Yeah, and and I caught the end of the interview on on today as I was driving into work and and thought it was surprising in itself that Steve Hansen was commenting on, on these kind of things and then went back and listened to the whole thing. And the stuff that he said will hurt New Zealand rugby. It will hurt people within New Zealand rugby, given who he is and the money he carries and his stature within the game still, saying the relationship between them and the players is the worst it's ever been, saying they're not protecting their people, saying they're not doing their job properly. It's damning stuff. And and off the back of what's happened on the field, it's it's just another kick in the guts. I think Ruben's right that they don't want to get into a into a verbal stoush in the public arena with Steve Hansen. That would be a terrible thing to do. I don't think anyone would agree that that's a good idea. But the, probably the biggest concern is that there is a leak. There, is a, there was a leak within New Zealand rugby that this email got out. Um, so there's yeah, lots to be concerned about. And the stuff that Steve Hansen has said is bang on the money. He obviously wanted to go into bat for Ian Foster, which is fair. You can understand that. But what he said about New Zealand rugby and the way it's run and not looking after their people at the moment is is really damning and it, it will hurt them and it should hurt them if that's the case. It, it really should stand coming from Sir Steve Hansen. This morning there will be, or this evening actually it is now in uh, Birmingham, there will be a lot of high fives I imagine going around the organising group in terms of the opening ceremony. I thought it was quite spectacular and I don't, I'm not usually into that, I usually wait for the action to begin but uh, the time slot was good uh, and I enjoyed what I saw uh, which leads to uh, I think a pretty good start to uh, the Commonwealth Games. James, uh, what are you looking forward to in the early days? 
Yeah, definitely Hayden Wild. Um, I think you're, you're right about the opening ceremony. That was pretty amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, our triathletes get underway. Um, I'm glad it's finally here. It seems like it's been one of those events, again, that's been touch and go by COVID. And is it going to be the same? And is it going to be, you know, carry the same kind of... Uh, same kind of magic that we love with these events and I, I think it is and the opening ceremony showed that. We've definitely got a lot of medal prospects, that's for sure and, and seeing what it means to them still, there's been a lot of chat about the Commonwealth Games in general but seeing what it means to them, seeing what it means to Tom Walsh and Joel King being able to carry that flag at the ceremony, it, it's going to be great and it should provide a bit of a boost um, to everyone given what's happening with the All Blacks and the Warriors and everyone at the moment it should be, it should be a lot of fun Okay, uh, just finally uh, from you then, Reuben, uh, any, one, any one event that you're really looking forward to? And you mean apart from the Duran Duran concert this morning, um, which was, was a magnificent start to the, oh. <laughs> to the whole event. Uh, just, just wonderful. Reminded me a lot of the 2012 um, opening ceremony as well because it it's, it's a sort of culture that perhaps we, I don't know, me personally anyway, just really relate to as well. And just British music is underrated. Um, it's those <laughs> sports that don't, we don't normally see in bright lights outside of Olympic or Commonwealth Games. So track and field, love me a 1500 metre heats, the, the whole, not just the medal races. Marathon and triathlon, it's like a virtual tour of a host city as well um, in a pretty epic competition. So those are the sorts of things that, uh, that I'll be getting into. Looking forward to it. Um, action starts uh, later this evening. Can't wait. Uh, thank you very much to uh, Reuben Bradley and to James Regan this morning who have been members of the panel. Thanks for those uh, insights, fellas. Enjoyed it. Uh, we'll have another panel same time Monday morning. It is 10.43 here on SENZ. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.